Hey guys, it's HP. How are y'all doing today? Um, it's Wednesday. Happy hump day. Um, so I'm going to preface this episode. Wait, first let's do a little, let's do a little music. Hang on. All right, so there's a few things I need to, some disclaimers I need to throw out there before I begin. First off, my cat is playing next to me right now with a little piece of plastic. You might hear that, but sorry. Next, I woke up this morning and had a large amount of mucus in my throat. So, um, it might interfere with my speech today, Um, so just bear with me. And third, I am currently weaning myself off of um, my anxiety medication, which is not a fun process. And the withdrawals are rough and interesting. So, um, I don't even know. I'm very dizzy and just feel really weird, but just bear with me. All right, now let's begin. First up, we have to talk about the um, caffeinated beverages. Ow! Shit, my cat just bit my toe. (laughs) My caffeinated beverages of the day. So, I've actually been kind of staying away from coffee because my stomach has just not been handling it well. Like, I just feel like I want to throw up all the time because of the acidity, which this happens, like, three times a year. I kind of need to, like, take a break from it. Um... And this is just one of those times. So, I woke up this morning, and I had to drive my cat to the vet, the other cat, not the one that's with me. Um, and then I went to Starbucks, and I just got a Earl Grey tea, because that's what I've been drinking recently, and it's good, so I'm still sipping on that. And then I went to therapy, um, which was interesting. I didn't really get much accomplished, it's just a lot of talking, which is fine, it's fine. Um, but yeah, and I'm still sitting here drinking this grande hot Earl Grey tea. So as you can tell by the title of this episode, I'm going to be talking about a near-death experience (laughs) that happened to me last week. Um, that was very scary. I just told my therapist about it right before I was leaving therapy. So it's fresh on the mind and on the emotions. (laughs) Um, but Yeah, it's not clickbait. I almost died, but not really. But this is the story, and today's episode is really going to be a lesson um, stemming from this story about being aware and being cautious, but also trying to not be paranoid and afraid of things all the time, which is a really difficult thing to balance if you have anxiety, like me. Um... It's, it can be really hard to navigate, and I'm still working through it, so I just wanted to talk about it today because I feel like this is an important lesson for people to, to hear about. Um, unfortunately, I had to be the one to experience it, but um, let's, just, let's just begin with the story. So, last week, I was with my girlfriend, and uh, we had gone somewhere, and we were... I was sitting in the car. She had run in to the building to grab something and um I sat in the car and I locked the doors and um I was just waiting for her and I was reading something on Instagram and I guess like two minutes goes by 
she just had to run in and grab something so right like ample time for her to be back to the car and I um hear someone pulling on my my car door handle because I had locked it so I unlock it and um you know like oh it's it's her so I'm like yeah come on in and (laughs) I'm still looking at my phone at this point in time still reading and I hear something that sounded like this. Oh, yeah, I'm getting in my car now. (laughs) And my first immediate thought was, why the fuck is she talking like that? And so I look up and there is a terrifying looking old man sitting in my passenger seat. Um, with his cane and his long scraggly beard and I just looked at him and (laughs) I yelled no 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 get out get out no because I I didn't even know what to say I didn't even know like I mean I, I was just like so shocked because I thought it was my girlfriend that's why I unlocked the door that's why I didn't even like look up because I was like oh it's just her coming in the car whatever um And I had no idea until he was sitting down, like, knees facing the dashboard and said something about being in his car or something. I don't even know. So I start freaking out. And he gets up and gets out of the car. And my girlfriend comes, like, walking out of the store. Uh, Not the store. We weren't even out of the store, but whatever. She comes walking out. um, And she sees him. And, you know, she immediately is like, who are you? What is going on? And he... I mean, my brain shut down, truthfully. Like, I was just, like, instantly in flight or fight mode, and I was ready to flight. I'm a flighter. I've talked about that before. I will run so fast before I punch you because that's just my my response to things. Um, And so I was ready to just, like, hit the freaking gas and get out of there. Uh, So I wasn't even, like, I I was just, I don't even know. Like, they were talking, and I was just, like, trying to beg her to hurry up but um she had asked him you know what he was doing and he said he thought I was his daughter um that he was waiting for or something I don't even know um but basically he was harmless apparently well uh my girlfriend gets to the door I am just like losing it like I can't even look at the man I am like on the verge of tears she gets in the car and I just start bawling my eyes out and then 30 seconds later, a panic attack happens, like, bad, um, and I start driving to, like, because I'm just, like, so scared, I'm ready to get away, um, and I start hyperventilating very badly, so we have to stop at an intersection and switch sides so she can drive the car, and, um, then I tell her to pull over into a parking lot because I am just still, like, freaking out, still hyperventilating, um and I mean it lasted like the hyperventilating probably lasted for like I don't even know three minutes honestly it was a pretty long time um I'm just like I was crying but I was also just like just panicking I was just panicking and I was so scared and I was just so scared and so in shock because I just thought it was her And I had no idea until, like, I just looked up, like, picked my face up for my phone and saw this old freaking man sitting in my car. And I was just like, oh, my shit. Like, it was, like, one of those scenes out of the movie where, like, (laughs) you, like, you know, 
I don't know, like, pretend the same situation happened, and, like, you licked up at each other, and then, like, they make eye contact, and they're like, ah! It was like that. Um, but real life, and very scary. Um, and, I mean, the first thing I thought was just, like, oh my god, like, I I thought it was you, and I felt stupid for, like, unlocking the door. Like, the fact that I locked it to try to be safe and then unlocked it to let this man in my car just had me like baffled, but I wasn't paying attention. And, um, then I, I, I was immediately knew the reason for this happening was me not being aware and picking my phone up. I mean, picking my face up for my phone. Um, and that's why this man got into my car because I allowed him to, (laughs) And then my next thought was, oh, my God, like, something really bad could have happened. Like, that man could have gotten in my car with a gun to my head and told me to drive or just killed me right then and there, you know. So, so many bad things could have happened from that situation, which was, like, the scarier part of it, too. Because, yes, I was, like, so freaked out and just, like, shocked because it wasn't who I thought it was. Um, But I was also just so scared of the potential of the situation and knowing that I honestly put myself in a very scary and dangerous thing. What could have been a very dangerous thing. I'm so freaking lucky that that man was harmless and was just looking for his daughter who was picking him up but it could have gone a million different other ways and I mean I was I was just so lucky honestly so I was kind of shaken up about it and I still kind of am I mean it just happened on Friday last Friday it's Wednesday right now so it's only been like five days um I'm kind of laughing about it now, you know, because it is kind of funny, but it's really not. It's really not funny, actually. It's not funny, but it's just kind of one of those. I can only laugh about it because nothing bad happened, Um, but it definitely made me realize that I need to be a lot more aware and a lot more cautious and just pay attention to my surroundings, and it was an honest mistake, you know, it was complete accident you know I just was so focused on what I was reading on my phone that I and I just you know figured oh yeah it's my girlfriend coming back and I'm just gonna let her in the car you know um so yeah it was very scary it was very scary I want to use it as a um tool to kind of remind people especially girls to up your awareness when you're out in public and you know just sitting in your car waiting for someone to come out and meet you okay sorry my vet called me to tell me my cat's about to be spayed tonight which was unexpected but whatever anyways I forgot what I was even saying but yes I want to um use this to just kind of talk about like how important it is to remain aware and um, you know, pick your face up off your phone because I, I could have died. I literally, I know you can, you could have died in a million situations. I could have died in a car wreck, whatever. But seriously, like I was one foot away from something 
potentially very very bad um and unfortunately for a lot of people like especially girls you know that's the kind of stuff you hear about when um someone gets in their car and just I don't even know so many bad things could happen you know I don't even want to like talk about them but I'm sure that if you read the news or you know know anything about what happens these days people are batshit crazy and it's scary so um that's what we're gonna talk about today that's my story so let's talk about it now so I guess what I want to start off with is kind of talking about my experience with being paranoid and having like really bad anxiety about um you know the dangers of the world and what could happen because I was literally just talking to my therapist about this last week after um, I drove by a dead body in a car which is a story for another time Um, (laughs) that moment kind of reminded me like okay once again people are freaking crazy and it was like 3 p.m and this lady got killed and that literally could have been me like it was so scary and just like so freaky um and then (laughs) I had a freaking almost near-death experience (laughs) you know a week later so it's just been a lot that has kind of like triggered my anxiety of like being aware and being really cautious and careful about where I go and who I'm with and all that stuff um while also just trying to live life and enjoy it and have fun experiences and take risks because I think that that is something I've been trying to navigate for a few years now honestly like a a long time um because you know I'm gonna start off early we're gonna go in like a chronological order I guess so my freshman year of college when um I was peed on I don't know if anyone has read my blog if you haven't check it out coffeebreathblog.com you can hear the story of that or read the story of that um I was like threatened and basically this this boy had um made me you know basically traumatized me and um I went to school with him to college with him and um it was very scary for me for that whole year because I that's like when I started to feel like worried about going outside and going to school and like was I gonna see him what was he gonna do like I need to be like on my shit you know like on on my toes I don't know the word but like on guard basically like all the time to you know protect myself from this person um and then that even like carried outside of just being on my school's campus but Um, you know, going to parties. Was he going to be there? Going to social events for the sorority I was in. Was he going to be there? Um, I mean, just being out in town. Was I going to see him? Just things like that. And it, it got very scary. And I, that feeling of like looking for him to be prepared was something I dealt with for a whole year of of school my first year of college you know and it was it was so terrible it was just pure anxiety like that that like feeling in your gut and my heart was like 
like when your heart drops I mean, just pure anxiety just constant though as I was on school campus and a lot of my friends if you're listening to this then like I know y'all remember like <laughs> me like running and hiding from him when I would see him and just like constantly like looking out for him and you know if I saw someone that I thought that looked like him I was like instantly like oh shit what do I need to do um he ended up being harmless just a freaking weirdo who traumatized me but we're over it now um but I kind of had to navigate like how do I still enjoy these social events how do I still go to frat parties and sorority parties and whatever um and enjoy those without letting the fear of seeing him uh be there and interfere with that and unfortunately I did use alcohol as a coping mechanism for that um which I've also talked about a lot or maybe not a lot but I've definitely talked about it um and that just led to me having a really bad relationship with alcohol which we have now recovered from we are now almost two years sober from that hallelujah but um you know it was something that I dealt with and then you know I kind of caught a break from it for a little while and um started to get more brave and more comfortable with things um and truthfully um I think putting myself in situations you know cautiously right um I wouldn't just like go run out and do whatever um but really thinking about what I was doing and being very selective on where I was going and who I was going to be with and um you know not overthinking it but just making sure that I could do this thing um and feel comfortable at the end of it it might be a little uncomfortable at first but knowing and just feeling confident that um I'm gonna be okay you know trusting my gut if my gut feeling was telling me like you should not go to this place um this is probably not gonna be safe I wouldn't do it but um if my gut was telling me, like, it's gonna be okay, it might be a little uncomfortable at first, but, um, you know, it'll be fine, then I would go do it, and I was still, like, really aware, and it's something that I've actually prided myself on a lot recently in the past, like, year or two, is just being really aware, like, even my mom will tell people, because my, I have, like, relatives and, and stuff who will be like, oh, you know, be careful out there, and blah, 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 And my mom will be like, no, Hannah's, like, really aware of her surroundings, which I am. And that's why what happened last week really, I kind of disappointed myself with it, truthfully, because I have always been super aware. I mean, I locked the freaking doors. It's not like I just left them open. I just unlocked them for this man to get in my car, which was a mistake. Um, But I have always tried to be aware and cautious of, of what's going on around me and pay attention to the people around me because you just never know but with that comes crippling anxiety at times you know um it's scary sometimes to and it's hard to like constantly be on your toes and that's something that like I said I've been trying to navigate that balance of like how do I pay attention to who's around me and what's going on without thinking I'm in danger and I need to protect myself all the time? Because you can't live your life in protection mode and thinking you're in danger all the time because you're probably not. You know, there are danger situations that happen, definitely. Um, there are places you should avoid and people you shouldn't be around, absolutely. But you're not in constant danger, you know, unless you... Or, like, in the mafia or something. I don't fucking know. 
but <laughs> your average everyday person you can go somewhere and not be in danger um but if you if your mind and your body believe that you are that creates anxiety that creates physical symptoms and mental symptoms and i have dealt with that so much in the past year um which kind of leads to the next part of my little chronological order of my stories with that um last year in may of 2021 when um i was sexually assaulted by my coworker at that job um and a lot of other things happened because of that at that job which i've also mentioned before um a really traumatic experience for me happened um with men from that place of work and after I left that place um I was so like I had never been more paranoid in my entire life um I think I also mentioned this before but um there was a time last year as well in I want to say April of 2021 when I had gone to the beach with a friend and um this this man put his number in my phone and I was you know never going to text him whatever he ended up texting himself off of my phone so he had my number we texted for a day or two um and I realized he was weird (laughs) and really old he wasn't really old but he was like in his 30s and I was like okay this is not for me bye um and I kind of you know started ignoring him and whatever and then um a few days later he texted me again and basically told me his last name I looked him up and he was a registered sex offender um for basically sexting children um that was really scary for me (laughs) and he had said things like that he had been watching me on the beach and all this stuff and he really wanted to come sit by me and a bunch of stuff um which at the time was kind of like that's a little weird but I guess like I'm flattered but when you find out that he's a registered sex offender who preys on people not so funny not so flattering kind of like disgusting terrifying like what the fuck (laughs) excuse my language but um what what on earth is this what is happening and like oh my god I was so scared once again I was just like you just can't trust people you just can't trust them and I really got put in that mindset and I had like three major back-to-back um I don't want to say traumatic because the beach thing I wouldn't say it was necessarily traumatic for me um it was very scary and it shook me up um but back-to-back scary experiences in like a month that really instilled this thought of I cannot trust people around me specifically men um I was super super scared of them like I did not want to be around them I didn't even want to go out in public that's how scared I was of just the world um and I've talked about this a little bit, but last summer, I really, like, after everything happened for, like, the months of June and July, I became a recluse. <laughs> I stayed in my house, and I avoided going outside in the world as much as possible. I didn't want to be seen by anyone. I didn't want to put myself in the, what's the word? 
I just didn't want to be in the same places as other people, especially men, because of everything that had happened. I was just so scared. Um, and I remember, like, I was at Home Depot one day, and I was painting something. I don't remember what it was. Um, I was buying paint at Home Depot. So I'm standing at the counter, and, um, you know, Home Depot's filled with a lot of men. <laughs> And they were walking behind me, and I was just on guard and, like, so, like, preparing myself for, like, one of them is going to grab me, one of them is going to touch me, um, you know, and I need to be prepared to, you know, fucking kill them. (laughs) Not really, but really, um, if they do that. And that, living that way for so many months was... It was really taxing and draining, and it was it was just hard to live that way. Um, and I I don't I don't blame myself for the paranoia that I felt and the um, trust issues that I had in the people around me and just the world as a whole because of everything that I'd gone to gone through. I forgave myself definitely because the fuck I feel like that's pretty justified. <laughs> like. I was experiencing a lot of scary, dramatic events with men. So, yeah, I'm going to be a little alarmed and, like, aware. Hyper aware. Um, and then I started going to therapy and kind of working through all of that. Um, and taking care of some of those situations. And kind of regaining my control and my power over the situation. And, you know... Um, I really hope to talk about what happened at my at my job in detail one day. I really, really do. Um, but I think one of the most important things that came from that horrible situation for me was gaining uh, a zero bullshit policy, as I guess you could say it. Um, I learned to not put up with stuff like that and I learned how to stand up for myself because in the situation that I was in there I I could have stood up for myself a little more and maybe I should have and should have (laughs) maybe I should have and there were things I could have said and things I could have done sooner um and I'm don't care you know because it was my situation and it was a really difficult one to be in but after coming out of it and spending those two to three months of just like I was so scared to be around people um and didn't trust anybody I got my new job and not the one I'm working on now but my previous one um And there I actually had to learn how to, I had to confront people sometimes. We dealt with a lot of like um, homeless people and um, mentally ill, drunk, alcoholic, drug addict people who would kind of come in and, you know, I've got, I got many threats. I got um, yelled at and I had to call the police a few times, which I hated doing, but um truthfully maybe not the ideal way to to do it but being there I kind of learned um as well as some other more personal situations that had to do with the job that caused me trauma um 
I kind of learned how to stand up for myself and how to say, like, you're not going to treat me like that. And I actually have control. I actually have some power over this situation. And gaining that confidence in myself and um, kind of just figuring out that part of me that could stand up for myself and defend myself if I needed to was really important in me trusting the world because I think that what I was really lacking was trusting myself to get out of a scary situation and stuff like that, you know? Like, people will ask you all the time, oh, well, if someone had a gun to your head and was telling you to do this, you know, what would you do? Most people might listen to that person and do what they say. Um, I still don't know what the right thing to do is in that situation. <laughs> Maybe not a good example. Cause, like, I'd probably listen to them, honestly, just so I don't get killed. But I'd like to think that, no, I'd punch them in the face and, and knock them out and then, you know, run and get help. Um, but, you know, me a year ago would have just been absolutely mortified. And me now knows that I have control and I have power in a situation like that where I can defend myself. I can protect myself if I need to. And I think that I really hope that no one has to go through the things that I had to go through to get there. Um, but it's so important, especially for girls. If you're a girl, like you should really be listening. Um, it's so important to feel confident in your abilities to defend yourself and take care of yourself and protect yourself and maybe that means you need to go to a self-defense class and maybe you need to carry mace around and maybe you need to know how to run fast and you know there's so many different tools that can help you with this um but I think the most important thing is just being aware you know look at your surroundings pay attention to what's around you because you might be letting a scary man into your car and you don't even know it. So I don't know if I'm rambling and making sense at all, but um, I think that what I'm trying to say is that it's super important for you to be aware of your surroundings and to pay attention to them. And one more thing is that when I was in high school, I think it was like a health class thing. And also, if you can hear my cat, he's playing with a tag in my closet. I'm so sorry. But, um, sorry. <laughs> uh, we were in health class, and I don't, I don't even remember what we were watching, but it was something about safety and whatever. You know how they show you those videos, movies, whatever. Um, and it was about safety and, and being out in public. And um, one of the biggest things, I don't know why, it just always stuck with me, was about how if a girl is at a gas station getting gas right and she is standing outside of her car while the gas is pumping in her car um you know the first thing that we might want to do which I do or used to do is get on my phone and scroll on Instagram because I get kind of nervous when I'm outside like that and just like I don't want people looking at me I don't want to look at them I don't want you to think I'm approachable <laughs> you know like just in case there's some sketch people around because gas stations tend to be where some crazy people might hang out. Um, and I 
in the video, they were talking about how if a girl picks her face up from her phone and looks around her and notices the people around her, um, especially anyone who could potentially be threatening or like a predator, um, she's statistically less likely to be in danger. Um, people that are predators and who have something that they want to get and have a a dangerous goal in mind, um, they will go for the people who are vulnerable, the ones who won't see it coming, the ones who aren't paying attention, the ones who are looking at their phones or, um, you know, whatever. So I now look up and pay attention to who's around me. You know, this doesn't mean you have to have a stare down with somebody. I don't know if that would be helpful, but even if you want to make eye contact with whoever might be a little weird looking, um, give them a little look, like, don't fucking come for me or I'll kill you type beat. Um, (laughs) I'm just kidding. But my point is looking up and around and, and being aware will help you because one, you'll be able to see if anyone is around you that might potentially be dangerous. And, um, you know, you can't really, no you can't really get that vibe and that gut feeling of like oh no something's not right if you're not paying attention to it um and at the same time if that person sees that you are looking around yourself and and looking for them they're less likely to come up to you because they know oh she's she's gonna see me you know it's gonna give you time to see what's happening recognize i might be in danger and get out of there whereas if you're looking down which it's so normal and so common. I feel like, I mean, I, I still do it sometimes, but I used to do it all the time, like just hiding on my phone and not looking up and distracting myself. So I don't have to like feel awkward or whatever. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Um, it's, it's really helpful and it'll save you honestly. Um, but at the same time, you don't have to be paranoid. You know, you don't have to, go out looking for someone who's against you you just need to be prepared for what if you know and like I said I think that the solution to that paranoia and that fear is having those tools and those skills whatever it may be that you need to feel comfortable and confident in yourself to take care of a situation should something happen you know um after I let the man in my car, I realized, okay, I should probably have some pepper spray in my car. I don't have any. Um, and you know, things like that, where I, I can be prepared and maybe I need to take a self-defense class. That would probably be really helpful, honestly. Um, and I think the fact that I stayed in my car and yelled at him, even though he was harmless, he, he, like I said, he could have not been, he could have been harmful. And the fact that I sat in my car and yelled at him to get out, that's, that's a good step. You know, it's not me pushing him and punching him, but I'm standing my ground and saying like, I'm not going to run away, but you're going to get out of my car. Um, and I think that's, that's really the, the way to calm your anxiety and your nerves is to allow yourself and get to a point where you feel confident in yourself to handle something like that and there are obviously exceptions you know things happen that you don't expect and that you just never think they'll happen to you and stuff like that and that is scary and it's something that I'm still working on and trying to figure out it's 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 really hard living in the world today you know as a whole 
And it's why I don't read the news because or, or watch, you know, forensic files and what and listen to true crime podcasts because that shit freaks me out. Um, and that's the other thing is, you know, being aware and being educated on the risks and the possibilities. Oh, God, I just knocked my tea over. Um, Sorry. Being aware of the risks and the potential situations that could happen when you go out in public and you, you're driving around at 4 a.m. downtown. You know, you need to be careful. Your doors need to be locked and you need to be aware of your surroundings. Um, but you don't want to spend all your time, unless you can handle it. I don't know how people do. But you don't want to spend all your time listening sorry my cat just burped listening to true crime podcasts because then you're just gonna think like oh my god like that could happen to me and you know you're gonna walk around thinking that the person behind you in the grocery line is about to kill you which I have been there I have experienced that feeling and it sucks and it's it limits you you know um and it's it's really hard you know when I was in Italy it was kind of like me and all my friends we wanted to have these experiences of like I mean you know you're living in Italy. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity as a whole. But then what if, you know, you take these little risks like jumping on a Vespa with a random person. Of course, that might sound cool, you know, on paper, like, hell yeah, you did that. Um, But you have a 50-50 shot of coming out of that alive. That person could kill you or you could have a wonderful time. And I think it's just being educated on the risks of things like that you know like really thinking about like okay if I jump on the Vespa with this random human being um I need to have my phone on me maybe my friends need to have my location um and maybe I need to have some mace on me or a little knife or a little something something to defend yourself you know maybe you take a self-defense class before you go do that so that if you decide you want to say fuck it and jump on a Vespa with a random person you are prepared for if something goes wrong or as prepared as you can be, you know? Um, I think that it helps you live better when you're confident in yourself and, you know, yeah, I will tell people all the time, you really can't trust everyone. And I'm sure people know that I I don't, sometimes I do say you can't trust people, but I don't want to say that anymore because that's not true. You can trust some people. You just can't trust all of them. And um, I think that people sometimes are good at giving you that vibe quickly of whether or not you can trust them and whether or not they're dangerous. Other times it's a little harder. But if you, if you, can, you can't control, you know, the the crazy man at the gas station who's gonna approach you and you know you can't control that but you can control what you do and how you respond to that and the information you give him if you decide to look at him if you decide to talk back to him um stuff like that and that all comes with being educated and um having resources and there are tons of things you can look up online and you know just reading about things like that um it might scare you a little, but I think that rather than living your life in fear, you just learn from them, you know? Um, I thought I was super aware. I thought I was, 
I thought I could pride myself on that and like tell people like, oh yeah, I'm so aware of my surroundings and I'm so good at looking out for what's around me. And then I literally let a strange man into my car. Um, that's a no, no. (laughs) So I think you just need to be aware and cautious and, and prepared for anything like that. Um, and unfortunately I had to experience that to have that wake up call, but also fortunately, Nothing bad happened, and I am so grateful for that. Like, I am so grateful for that because, I mean, I have just heard so many stories of how that situation has turned out differently for girls. So, it was really scary, and I hope you learn from it. (laughs) From what I'm telling you, bake your face up off your phone. You know, look at who is about to get in your car before you unlock the door. Um... Share your location with somebody that you trust, okay? Stop being protective. We don't care. Let your girlfriend see. Let your boyfriend see. Get over it. Let your mommy see whoever you can trust to, like, not be crazy about it. Let someone see your location because, seriously, like, it, it's, it's scary out there. Like, people are dangerous, but you do have control over what happens to you and where you put yourself and how you respond to dangerous situations. And it starts by being aware. Be aware. All right, I'm going to close it out here. Thank you so much for listening today. Um, I hope you took something from this. I don't even know if it made sense. I hope it did. Um, But thank y'all for listening. I hope you're having a beautiful week. Go drink some Earl Grey tea. Skip it on the coffee for today. Your stomach will thank you later. Um, Happy summer. Um, Hallelujah. I hope that you're loving yourself today. And I'll be back next week. I really, really, really want to start talking on here once a week. So, love ya. Bye.